I can't lie, I'm so happy I started recording as you did that. I'm so happy I started recording as you did that. Okay. Is someone loving you? Stop it, because I'll see after the last episode where I literally was spent like editing that I spent like five minutes laughing at you lot stupid. Sorry, that was that was a that was a slap. slap. That's our new single coming out next week. That slap. You're gonna do the lippy thing or cheese (laughs) super (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Alright, this is episode fifty five of the Jiffy. Right, no one interrupts you as well. It's my fault, it happens. <laughs> I know. This is episode 55 of the Different Strokes podcast with myself, Real 55. Talk Grief. 55! I'm not finished. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> and... Who do we have to my left? Am I your left? <laughs> I'm not sitting there, am <laughs> two, I? Two drinks. Thank you. And to my right? Mr. O. And, my, and our special guest to my extended right? The best person in the world, Naomi Brown. Who also happens to be? Mark's. Best sister in the world. <laughs> and they're like three of you. No, there's two. There's two sisters, but obviously I'm the best, so. I'm not getting involved in that argument. <laughs> I've got my own sisters and I'm, That's a straight one. There's, on a, war one of, there's a war already of, I'm your favourite. Not playing that game. Um, but I really am. Just. <laughs> How are you? Let's go first. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good day. Good week. Yeah, it's been busy at work. Yeah. It's been a lot, but good. It's good. Food bandit. That would be me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm the bald person in this room. And now I've got the, okay. the cap on. No, I'm, okay. like, no. I'm not bald. I'm running low today. Um, I'm doing okay. Doing all right. Um, sun's out. England is doing all right. Energy's good. Writing's going well. Ooh. Okay, the writing. Ooh. We'll go writing first. Go on. I support the black players. Mm, I support these mm, 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 Black mm, players. Mm, mm. So for Italy to win, just oh no 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 don't get twisted right yeah I want Italy to win yeah. because it's not the fact that I hate England as a team I don't like the arrogance of the fans mm. that's what's hurting me yeah 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 so if they lose regardless I have I care more about my club team than the country but sorry mm. writing I continue <laughs> go on, hold on no 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 we're gonna come back to that we're gonna come back to that sure um oh, yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't need them yeah, yeah. put put the microphone um, a bit closer to you. Yeah, so as you guys know, um, I'm going through a bit of a switch in my um, my writing in what I'm writing about and uh, subject matter. And um, I'm just really excited. Um, remember I was saying about um, a few months ago, I was going through like a massive writer's block and it just seems, you know, there's just a good energy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm after, as, as I've said before, after 20 years of doing it independently, I'm trying to do it a bit differently this time and, you know, maybe... Last question. Do you think your writer brought came because your content was so... Excuse me. Your original content of all the books you'd written Mm. all interlinked within a long overse, per se. So, for example, it was all interlinked with The Power of You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, Tales of Tatiana Blue. um, Illegal Children Gentlemen and the rest of the other 30 plus books you've written. Mm-hmm. My yeah, brother's yeah. keeper, just saying. I was okay, in there. there. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I like this stuff. I like this stuff. <laughs> Soon, you're going to sit in just fine. Special like, place. Do you think it's because of that as well? Because all your stories interlinked within one another where they weren't direct sequels, but they, some of the characters crossed over. It was over. like a Marvel universe type. Yeah. That's what I said, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I wanted to, I, I still do that now. I mean, even in the book I'm writing, it's still, there are still people connected to those books who... Are you in it? No, I'm not in it. Okay. Just check one. Thank you. No human um, <laughs> Even though it is about three dads and I am a dad, but that's kind of what's inspired me to write the book. Um, but yeah, it's just really, it's really tough. 
it's a... It's also helped that probably because maybe because you're a little bit older and you're in a different space that the subject matter of what you've already done, not to say that it's past its time, you can still go back and do that. Yeah. But I th- your rise block came from, you weren't really challenging yourself because you was writing something which was in and around the same genre. What really happened was the books that I read, that I put out, um, most the most of the erotic ones, barring about three, I had written like nearly like a decade ago, but I just hadn't put them out. So, so when I still had long hair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> in my in my head, <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Yeah, you got me. In I my said he- me, but if you want to get a job, okay. <laughs> in my head, I had. You know, a change had already started in what I wanted to write about, but I was still, you know, editing and making covers for things that I had previously written. So it's now that all the books that I'd written previously I've now put out. So now it's like a fresh blank slate and, you know, um, it's a lot it's a lot different. New lease on life kind of thing. Lot, yeah, yeah, just touching on some like tough issues and... Why for that? You know, some tough, real things that that? that happen. Why for that? Yeah, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Someone has to do it. Someone has to say it. You know, fathers go through some shit, and but at the same time, even though it's about fathers, it's it's a lot of it. A lot of what they're going through is inspired by what um, situations. What yeah, what real life situations, and also what mothers, single mothers, go through. So it's you know, a twist on a lot of stories I've heard of, you know, men not being around and not turning up. So to, you know, to turn that yeah. opposite way where if the woman isn't around or she disappears, you know. Before I even ask Mark something, um, have you seen the Kevin Hart movie Fatherhood? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Not I yet. I say, watch that movie. Cause mm-hmm. I think writing wise, cause you're in that creative space now, it does kind of play on that. Um, single dad, yeah. lost partner, how he managed. I had, I had heard about it. I just haven't got out. Kevin Hart, to... Kevin Hart actually acts. He doesn't act like. Yeah, do you know what? He nearly made me cry and I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's, it, it did pull on emotional strings. Yeah. Okay. The violence came out. Mm-hmm. And so. Marcus Jebediah Brown, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. Booked and bloody busy, man. Jeez. For Maybe overly man. busy. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, but what the editing is. You're going to become Michael Harper, bro. <laughs> time, 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 time every so often. Just in time for my 40th. Woohoo! Not yet. You can save up that money, though. Is it birthday this year or next year? This year. The 40th is this year? Yeah. I should go do it, though. What are we doing? I don't know. So I'm marking it. He's the one that said he's just booked up and stuff. Oh. <laughs> anyway, swiftly moving on. You can't be telling siblings you booked and busy. Listen, I know my sister goes to college in, um, in September. And obviously, like, she messaged me and was like, oh, can I have your address, please? I was like, why? And she's like, oh, it's for work. And I was like, okay, cool. But I know, as it gets colder, I know there's some... She asked me for Ugg boots ages ago, and in my brain, I'm like, I need to get this girl Ugg boots. Because I'm never going to hear still the buying Ugg boots? But she's 16, bro. It's winter. Yeah, they're comfy. Now. Yeah. I've put on Ugg boots before. My uncle had a pair in the house. He used to wear them as slippers. Like, before you had Ugg slippers. They're comfortable. Okay. Well, originally, they were men's boots. It's just more women wore them. So where's everyone just assumed they were women's shoes? Mm. I mean, they're in Crocs. It makes no difference. Yeah, we know. Don't be a hater, bro. Comfort first. <laughs> but yeah, continue. If I was a nurse or a doctor, I'd be walking around in these on a regular. <laughs> Mr. Crocman. Um. So last week, I'm Candyman. Now, Mr. Crocman. Hey, don't make me start shooting, bro. <laughs> Mr. Telephone Man. All right. So last week, like at the end of of the pod, I I um. The Tyler thing. Yeah. Go on. So. Basically, because it was, it's been in my head and 
I was just trying to think about what who it could be about. So on Tyler's new album, there's a song called Rise. Um, and in the first verse, he's basically sounds like he's talking to somebody who it seemed from my perspective that seemingly has, you know, doubted him or, you know, sort of shown him as, you know, not who he thinks he is or the person who he's talking about thinks that he's better than him. Yeah. In my head, it connected to um, a, a series of tweets that came out. I don't think it's about him. About? I don't think about what I am. I don't think about him. Now, this is the thing, because I was going to say it's either between him or Tyler's got a little problem with ASAP Nast. Yeah. Them. So, so they've got some sort of, they've, the had, they've had a the fashion. Greatest, the greatest down, there was a song the long, there's a song on his album and um, basically he talks about an issue he has with someone who's trying to say that right they're copying, he's copying them or his flow is him or just his overall cadence and his um, star power comes from, what are you two doing? His overall star power comes from <laughs> him. So I only knew because I kept seeing this and I think I sent you Tyler's album when it came out. Mm -hmm. but I'd only listened to it once, but I was in a wrong headspace listening to it anyway. So in my mind, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then I obviously heard about the, um, the ASAP Nas thing, um, thing, thinking, all right, cool, similar dress sense, similar whatever, but no one really cares about the person who did it first. People care about who did it the best. Touche. So if we take Little Kim, we know what Little Kim represents as a female rapper, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so if Kim laid the foundations, for example, Nicki Minaj built the empire. Okay. Right, yeah? yeah. And everybody else is basically Nicki and Kim clones. Because no one's really taken, as much as you say Cardi's Cardi, mm. talking about rappers, no one's really taken like that ground and made it something different yeah. or made it bigger. Yeah, yeah. If you look at old hip hop and new hip hop, same thing. With the Tyler thing, Tyler doesn't really have to care about this guy regardless of if he makes a song about it because Tyler's already solidified. Whether he drops an album or not, he has his own cartoon, he has clothes, he has, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that part to me, the story of me, I laughed, when I laughed enough to be like, Tyler's just being silly. Like, he don't really care, but he knows. Like, the only thing that I found funny that Tyler did was Tyler laughed at DJ Khaled again because his album was the number one, and DJ Khaled's album was nowhere near his. Mysterious music. <laughs> That's childish. But yeah, go on, Um, Sis. Yeah. What is your job title? I'm missing outreach worker. So I work for a London borough. I can't really say who, but... Rotted. A London borough. So for me... Google's full name. <laughs> the main reason why I wanted you on here, I remember you talking about, obviously, when this whole thing started coming up about kids going missing. And when I say kids, I don't mean like the, the little kids. I mean like teenagers, young teenagers go missing and, and parents or whatever, putting up like, this person's missing. Please, if you have any information, mm -hmm. please contact blah, blah. And you put a spin in it saying they're doing country. Mm. They're in country. Yeah. They're in country. So I just want you to explain that a bit more. So, first of all, I have to say this, and it might be controversial, but just to say my thoughts are my own and not the company <laughs> no, I work disclaimer. with. Disclaimer. <laughs> first of all, you don't even have to do all that. <laughs> um, see, when people post those things on Facebook or they post it on social media and then it goes around, it's the most frustrating thing for me working in the field because it's bullshit. 
Like, because you basically... The profanity. <laughs> basically, you are making someone invested in the story, but you're not telling them the full of course. circumstances. So we just see the poster, oh, you know, this child is missing. I think there's a young person missing at the moment. When is it now? But um, it's gone to the news level. But the thing is, it's saying are oh, missing from such date. But when was they reported missing? I know you have to wait, is it 24 hours? No, so I'm going to go through that. There's right, myths. Go on, go on. There's myths on like the whole missing episodes and that's where we're failing. And we're sharing, so basically fa- like parents, I get it, you know what I mean? They're so upset, um, they're distraught and they're sharing images of their child saying, oh, you know, their child's missing, haven't been seen since whatever. And then all of a sudden, what do you get? Oh, thank God they're found. Nothing like, where were they? What yeah, was they doing? There's no information afterwards. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. What was they doing? Is this the first time they've gone missing? Like, what have, have you reported it? to the police like what's kind of happened and I think particularly black people we kind of jump on that bandwagon and assume that they're being abducted in this fake white van and I have to say fake because it's not real um so the so the, the the people they mean just snatching kids off in North London. No, then listen. If, the little boy that got missing in North London say that he was in a room and right, he's got right, drugged so, up. So, away, so, so listen to the logic. Okay, yeah, cool. listen to the logic. So you have a moving vehicle which is a van, right? A moving vehicle which is a van which travels from A to B. Supposedly it kidnapped a child. It took this child to a house. When he got to the house, he looked around and there was other young people there. He managed to escape. I don't know, maybe he had some superhuman powers. Maybe he was just lucky. God was looking down on him. Where did he go? He didn't go he, where he, did, he didn't go home. He went to school. So that tells me you knew where the house was. So why is black people we focused on the van and not the house? Because remember, the house, he said, had lots of other young people in. The house yeah. doesn't move. So he could then potentially... Only the people move, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But the people move. So potentially there could be a room of hundreds of kids that you could go to, but we're so focused on the van. So it's... Yeah, I'm just saying, I never saw any police Do you know know the problem is with... Not with what you said, but within... It always comes across whenever I talk about black people that I hate black people. The problem with the community of black people is there is no community of black people. Mm -hmm. So... Whether you look at social media, whether you look at this, people do this this massive this massive virtual signaling thing, where it's like, I'm just going to Jesus, basically. Right, yeah. Jeez. Where people just do this thing where um, they just slap a picture up and be like, oh, I've done my part. Yeah. Black Lives Matter, I've done my part. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's good to post it, but they don't have the critical thinking element. You got COVID. People aren't. People, some people just go with the grain and just do what they think is right, but don't have the mentality to question things. Yeah. So, excuse me. I'm that type of person where, and it sounds bad, mind. I'm not posting no one's picnic. I'm sorry. I'm not sure I'm doing it. I don't because do it, yeah. I need to. I need to. Yes, I understand. If the child's like six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I totally understand. But when the child's like eleven to fifteen, I need to understand. Yeah, the full parameters of. Yeah, Charlie was da 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 and he went missing at around 4.30, da-da-da, whatever, whatever. Yeah, he looks like this, whatever. But there needs to, there's more information. There's, you can't just give us that brief thing and expect that I'm going to know Charlie's fine. If I see Charlie on the street, it's going to be it's going to be all right. Do you know what I mean? Unless I see Charlie at two o'clock in the morning, yeah. I'm not really going to see like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I'm not saying it's not it's a bad thing, but there needs to be a level of critical thinking when kids go missing. I mean, look at this. Madeline McCann, for example, went missing in was it Greece? Yeah. yeah. Portugal. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Apologies to Greeks. Um <laughs> and I think Madeline McCann went missing when I was what, fifteen? So about fifteen years ago now. In them going missing, 
people questioned the parents, but because of the ties in which they had, people, the money has been repetitively put in to a story where they'll never find their parents. I know I believe, but yeah. Mm. But there's still the guise of, oh no, someone took their child, whatever, whatever. Now, if I go by that narrative, for example, there's two ways to look at that. Your child has been traded through X, Y, Z, through different networks within this child um, child trafficking thing that people talk about. Mm-hmm. Or, God forbid, they killed your daughter, or they killed your daughter. Even in a child trafficking one, I doubt the girl will remember what her name is, Madeline. Two, they probably dyed the kid's hair. Three, um, that kind of Stockholm Syndrome thing where you've been in an environment so long, I don't even mm-hmm. remember them. Mm. I know, I believe, because I still think the, the parents are spanks. I wouldn't, 100%. Go on, I wouldn't go on holiday if, if, as and a Caribbean and leave, child. And leave your kids alone. As, as a Caribbean child, as a Caribbean child, yeah, you don't get left alone anyway. No. You're in a country <laughs> that is not your own, right, yeah, in a culture that's not your own, where you've left your child in a room where you've not locked the doors, where you're nowhere near your apartment. Yeah. It's not like you were in a hotel and you were having dinner downstairs and your children were upstairs. They were clean out of the building. Like, black, black parents wouldn't even do that. They were some distance away, yeah. Like, I remember once when I was in Jamaica, was it 1999? And I think it was, I think it was, yeah, it was for Millennium. I, I was tired. I didn't even see Millennium. I fell asleep. I was like, what? Yeah, I was eight. I went to sleep. Left me in the room, doors locked. Like, locked. I couldn't leave if I wanted to. Mm, <laughs> Grandma yeah. came back straight after 12 check on me. I think she left me in the house thing for an hour. Mm. Yeah. But where we were in the hotel and where she was, it's not even 40 steps away. And okay. I'm the kid that's screaming, danger, danger, don't touch me. Mm. But I'm also in the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. You're talking about going to a whole nother country with a whole nother culture. And that's where they kind of, I always look at it like there's a level of elitism where people look at this thing of, because we're British, right, that we kind of reign supreme and we're the number ones and the rest of that stuff. Going back to that, for example, I understand why you believe that because though that's your job, you still have a level of critical thinking of what made it go from A to B. Yeah. Mm. It can't just, it's not a normal run in the mill thing because also it's like, okay, cool, my child went missing. Yeah. Sometimes there's a trail. There's a trail of, okay, what was the signs? What was this? But giving someone very limited information kind of gets people thinking, this just doesn't seem yeah, quite right. It seems like there's more to it. No, it's, and it doesn't add up. And I think going back to the point of do they have to be missing for 24 hours? Mm. It's that's I don't know where that's come from. I don't know if that's like an American thing or like or yeah, about about a trace, yeah. or you know that um the twenty four hours, I think there was a programme, whatever. But the definition is that anyone whose whereabouts cannot be established will be considered as missing until located and well being otherwise confirmed. And what that means is that if your child or young person, like they drew home at five and at quarter past five they're not home, ten past five you're not they're not home, you can call the police and report them missing. Yeah, because you don't know where they're at. Mm. Yeah, you really don't know where they're at. And, and I think it's really important, and like I'll explore more, but it's really important that parents know where their kids are at. Yeah. Your kid telling you, oh, um, I'm at Johnny's house, and you don't know who Johnny is. Where does Johnny live? Uh, I, I'm not telling you, or I don't know. Is that, That's not you knowing where your child is that's at. That's a new culture thing, though. I remember being young, and I know it's probably the same for you two uh, with your parents, and probably- I couldn't stay around my friends. Not even so much staying around your friends staying around, staying at your friend's house, for example, because my best friend, I've never stayed in his house in my life. Right, yeah, we've been- fr- we- When you say stay, as in like sleep over? Yeah, but even in general, like, like my best friend, I've, we've been friends from year seven, I've never stayed in his house in my life, he's never stayed in mine. But what I mean is, for example, 
your mum knew your friends. Yeah. And if she knew your friends, she knew your knew their parents. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. for example, where if it was one of the ones where it was like, oh, if anything happened, she knows who to call yeah, yeah, or where yeah, you yeah. could yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if, for example, when I lived in um well, I still live in Stratham now, when I lived further up from where I live now, if I lived at 63 and my friend lived at 115. I still asking if I can go there, whatever, whatever. If when I finished school at 2.30, my mum knew what time it would, how long it would take me, she would call the house phone to make sure mm-hmm. I'm in the house. Like there's certain things in which people did, right? But I think the errors changed now where it was like this when we was younger, where kids just loiter on the street. Yeah, hanging outside chicken shops, but, loiter. Like, the thing is if you, and we'll go into like CSE and the rest of the stuff, but and CCE. But if you understood the true risks that are out there, we we can't we can't afford to be like, oh, that's like that's the new normal. Like so many times, I work with um, parents, and parents are like, oh yeah, I don't know. I don't, like, I'm like, oh, do you know any of their? Fr- I don't know their friends. That's poor. And you know, like that is- that, as for me, I'm like, what do you mean you don't know any of their? Fr- like you don't know like a friend, like you've never heard a friend's name, or I don't know, I don't know their friends. Yeah, like as parents, like parents need to do more, not even parents, but like just like the general village around the child. Of course. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like, I can go into like what the things people could do, parents and carers can do to try and reduce the risk. And one of them is like, on my, on all of my godchildren, like they're all getting older now. Listen, you're, I'm adding you on Snapchat, Instagram, all of that stuff. I'm happy you said that. Because I, because I know their mum is not, that savvy on like what they're getting up to, but mm-hmm. best believe I'm going to know yeah. what's 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 happening. To, to go into that, for example, um, there's ten years between myself and my first brother, and though we have different mums and we're raised completely different, the fundamentals on which I was raised in mean more now that I'm now in my third tier of life. So I remember when I used to live at the house when I was finishing uni and whatever, I was in my final year. The one thing that I always paid attention to when he was in, um, sorry, <clears throat> when he was in like year seven, year eight, when he's on his Xbox, I'm listening to names. So online, whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the faces, but I'm listening to names. Mm-hmm. When I've got time where, obviously if I'm not in the uni that day or especially my final year, for example, I've got more time in London where I'm working and whatnot. You know, I've recently on my game, fine. I'm seeing names, I'm putting names to faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's making it easier. All of my siblings, all of them, right, yeah, because all of them bar one are younger than me, have them all on social media. Yeah. And don't get it twisted. I understand that people have, like, private. personal and privates and all that other stuff. But it's, it's less about the private thing and more about I know where you are. Mm-hmm. Because this generation is very dense in, say, for example, you know you shouldn't be out at a certain time. You will still snap yeah. outside. My brother does it. Yeah. And I've pulled him up multiple times, like, you shouldn't be on the road at this time. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Let me come and get you. Because for me, it's more about, less about, oh, I'm older brother and I'm trying to be like, uh, I have draconian rules over you, but more of it being like, listen, safety is paramount. We know this thing about black kids getting kidnapped and people don't give a damn about black people as it is. Yeah. Like, I'd rather know Where you your are, home. I said, be at my yeah. big sour age, for example, if I leave your house or an aunt's house or whatever, I still have to let them know I got home safe. Mm-hmm. And I'm an adult. Yeah. I said, you have to kind of get those things like predetermined in your mind or understanding that, listen, yeah, you, you're you outside, woo, friends and whatever, but okay, cool, I've got to my destination. Okay, da 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 mm. You need to still put these things in place that your parents are still going to worry because they understand what the world's like. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's also for you to have the understanding 
of let me just put my parents' mind at ease. It's this, but it's also for parents as an as, and it sounds easy on paper to understand the change the changes in Parenting. the constructs of around. Yeah. You can't you can't just give your child a tablet and then be like, oh my god, it's so amazing. They learned it quickly. No, it's not amazing because their brains are sponge. What I mean, you have to learn those things. Like, yeah. I don't know if I have a child, I'm not giving them Snapchat or them type of things because I understand the other side of that. Yeah. Right, yeah. There's a level of trust you have to have within your child and build and vice versa when you have children. You wouldn't just give your child a pet, you'd give them something like a Tamagotchi and see if they can keep the Tamagotchi alive <laughs> before you got them a pet. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. I think it's, yeah, it's, and like a lot more, like, a lot more young people go missing than what people think. So, and then, you know, they go like, the, I think the stats say there's 140,000 kids that go missing Jeez. in yep. the UK every day. So every year. And so I think that like equates to like 383 um, kids per day. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'll say, thankfully, many of them show up and many of them it's a choice but a lot of the time they're not reported so that that figure is not even true because some kids are not reported because parents have this same ideology oh they have to be missing for 24 hours 24 hours you've kind of um you've wasted time do you know what i mean you're wasting mm-hmm. crucial moments um with the police to kind of to find them and do whatever like do you know what i mean that is a lot of time if i don't know where my kid is for 24 hours i feel like i need to 24. know yeah. Right now, I know exactly where every single one of my siblings are. <laughs> From the twenty-seven-year-old to the sixteen to the two sixteen-year-olds, I know exactly where every single one of them are. Yeah. Right, and that's more so. For example, I know one of my brothers is at work. I know what time he finishes. Like those type of things. I know one of my sisters is there. I know, like, though it looks like it's like, I'm like an old, like I'm some final style guy just over them. It's more so to be like, okay, cool. I need to make like peace of mind. Yeah. We live in a crazy time right now. Of course. We do. As I said to you before, when lockdown eased the first time we went back in, I said, I'm chilling in my house. And I was like, why? Let me listen. All those guys who already have their own inner demons that they didn't want to dress, the people <laughs> fighting to go outside and all the rest of that stuff, yeah? I said, this will be the worst summer ever. And someone said, why? I said, you're talking about people who are so excited to go outside, yeah, they're gonna lose their their marbles, bro. People will literally get kicked out of their britches. And so far, like close to me, like stabbings, la la. It was, it was happening anyway. Mm. But it's like people are just like yes, we're outside blood blood. now. We're outside. So this even Slow now, the purge. even now, yeah, mm. the the, the purge come out. Even now, like simple things like getting my haircut. I went so long without having a haircut. I'm in no rush. I work from home. Yeah. Mm. It's only when I go to the gym and I'm like, oh, bro, I'm sweating bare, bro. This, why I look like someone, <laughs> I look like someone's dad's dad that we have to all cut this off? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, like, so my role is to basically conduct their return home interviews, which means that once they've come home, they speak to someone who isn't the police and isn't like a social worker to get like a, a gauge of like what really went on for them. Because obviously for the police... You know, they just don't want to say to their social worker if they have one, they don't want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but they need someone neutral that can kind of, do you know what I mean? You got to, but you just got to be witty about how you spin it to get the information. Do you know what I mean? You can't be like, okay, here's my list of questions. I'm going to ask you the questions because one of the questions is, have you committed a criminal activity? I mean, who's going <laughs> to who's gonna do that? Bitch, I might be. <laughs> yeah, I ain't a snitch. 
Yeah, like, so do you know what I mean? It's it's about, oh, okay, like you went here. Oh, okay, like how did you pay for that? Like how did you travel there? It's, yeah, it's, what's the term? Working brain. Yeah. It's more about asking the right questions in a back, in a backdoor way. And connecting so, the dots. Yeah, like I say all the time. I think my cousin did this the other day where... I was watching him and my other cousin while my auntie, my uncle had uh, a work thing. My auntie was coming back from Liverpool. So I worked, I worked there during the day. They come in from school, it's like, yeah, go on, get showered, whatever, whatever. Like they're teenagers, but they're like 13, 14, so it's not. They're young, but I think they forget that when you're an adult, you used to be young. So the swindling doesn't work. So um, my auntie was like, oh, Jesse, what did you eat? Jesse looked at me and gone, don't snitch. I said, bro, I'm a big man, bro. Tell me about don't snitch. Right, yeah. Oh, you told mum I ate the cookie. No, you told your mum you ate the cookie because you just said it. <laughs> and then his mum was like, no, it's because I can see the crumbs on the side. Right, yeah. And then even like silly things where we were talking, like um, I was showing like a family friend a uh, music video because she was telling me about Ed- Edmonton. She's yeah. from Edmonton. Like, she moved out. She came back. I said, why would you do that? <laughs> like, yeah, like you left the hood. What? People don't leave and come back by choice. And then showing oh, her a video. Definitely not Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> Edmonton Green, bro. Ooh. And then um, my cousin was like, maybe think of he was 13. He was like, oh, a certain rapper's a neek who's from Edmonton. And I looked at him and I was like, what? He was like, yeah, band okay, band okay. I was like, bro, you know, Bando, he's not your friend, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I went, he was like, yeah, but he's an op. I said, big man, Mm -hmm. you live, Mm -hmm. I won't even say where you live. I said, you live up, so you don't even know what ops are. (laughs) (laughs) Like, your parents work, you live in a big house, (laughs) right, yeah, and you get fed meals daily. You don't know what struggle is. You don't have ops. Ops, you know. I said, where your dad grew up, yeah, he knows what that is. Where your mum grew up, where I grew up. I said, be very happy you live in privilege, yeah? You don't need to be about that life. Stop pretending. Mm-hmm. But I think with those type of kids, you have to let them know. Because the glamour of it is, for certain men, yeah, that's their life, yeah? And they're rapping about it and all the other stuff, like the music that we've listened to yeah. for years. But that's actually their reality. For, my, for them kids from Shropshire or wherever, and even my cousin, I was like, bro, you need to relax. You need to relax. You ain't got no ops, bro. <laughs> I can listen to the same music as you for years and I weren't thinking stab, stab, jab, jab, kick, kick. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, but I think they're like, that lifestyle is very, very, very alluring. Like I had a young person. We grew up in grime. That, 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 <laughs> I don't give a damn. I never want to go, ain't got, got a scratch, scratch. I'll break your back. What do you do? You know what? <laughs> Take your knockout. <laughs> I, I work in a very posh part of North London in a school and there is this young white boy who likes to randomly come up to me and he's he's really intelligent very clever um but obviously in his house he's got free reign of the internet yikes so How he, he so he's eight nine he's eight or nine and randomly while while class is going on he'll randomly come up to me and then he'll go unknown t and then walk off oh my gosh and then he'll randomly come up to me and go Wiley. And then he'll randomly walk off. And then the other day he came up to me. And you know what he likes to randomly do in class? When he gets something right. Wee, 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 wee. Oh my gosh. Wee, 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 wee. And I'm sitting there in class. Who's looking, man? I'm look, no, I'm looking at the front. I'm looking what? at the front. I'm looking straight like everyone else is. And then he's sitting next to me and then he's just randomly going, jeez. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? You don't. 
you're not. Young man, can I help you? <laughs> I would but love to be in Mr. It's, it's Mr. O's class. It's sad, <laughs> but it's a sense of like, they feel, a lot of those young people feel like they need a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Don't you crime and cool, bro. Mm-hmm. Like people are known for two things, crime and cool. Yeah. Definitely. You love the crime, love the coolness. Yeah, that just, simple. Yeah, because like, Everybody want to be yeah. a lot Everybody of people. It's a alluring lifestyle. And as well as being alluring, they think it's going to earn them peace and it doesn't. No. It doesn't. No, the glamour it gets is not the glamour it gets. No. It, it isn't. Because what's portrayed on social media, because often that's the pool, right? So if we're talking about county lines, the reason why... Oh, like, I love that word, those set of words. Cunch, cunch. Cunch. Um, the reason why, like, I mean... If I think of one of the gangs in the bar that I work with, I mean, it is, it is a great social enterprise. Like it, the the business model is sick. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean, if if it was legal, because they recruit, <laughs> they recruit like to order. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not gonna send little Leroy to Shopshire. They're gonna send little Bobby. Do you know Young what I mean? <laughs> Young Mark, bro. With a C. Medea! Leroy Brown out here. Yeah, they just make sure that it's like, you know, it's tailored to the market. So it it doesn't bring attention. But, you know, like they post, and as you said, young people post so much on Snapchat, Instagram, well, mainly Snapchat. But like, so they post. Don't get this error. It's dry snitching everywhere, bro. (laughs) Mm. A rapper put up a video the other day of him fly kicking a fed and covered his face. Bro, you put it in your song. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Dumbness. Yeah. It's, it's too much. It's stupid. But they portray like a light, like they put like the words of notes on Snapchat. They put our like, we're in like apartment and we're all listening. Listen, when you come to do it, that's what they don't realise. When you come to do it, that's what they're showing you. When you come to do it, you're in a bando with a cuckooed house and Rats that, it's got no, wa- no, got no washing facilities. No it's got no bed. It's got nothing. Do you know what I mean? So you Selling a not, dream. Yeah, no. you're not in it. They show you the, so for example, if you look at football, people see the end goals yeah, of the, the money product. and the fame and the girls and whatever, and everyone's like, oh, but that's not a skill. You're not looking at the kid that's been grafting, mm-hmm. like still doing schoolwork, still has to do college work, wiring there, still making sure you hit a certain the thing. Mental training, the, the, men- the mental training, the mental training. Even when players the get dropped out of the academy. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's not aftercare for players when they get, nope. when they get dropped out of academies. It's because at the end of the day, it's, it is, it is what it is. And then that's why you're, you kind of have to be an adult from young. Similar thing of where people are showing you lifestyle, yeah, on the, on Instagram or whatever, but in real life is mattress with no bed frame. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it is that, it is one of the ones where you have to kind of overstand the situation so that you don't get pulled into that. My, my, my siblings always make, listen, that stuff is not real, bro. It's not real. It, it isn't. And it's, and it's, the thing is, they have to understand and they don't, unfortunately, and I think education needs to start on that a lot younger, is that you will, you are too low level to be doing what they're doing. And that's what you need to understand. Like there is a hierarchy like of like, okay, you're younger, you're elder, like you, so you thinking, oh, you're going to earn, despite what they tell you, you're going to earn six bills for going crunch this weekend. Listen, first of all, you had to Myth. pay for your own travel there, Myth. which they're saying that they're coming back. And then when you get there, you don't get that much. And then now what are you going to do? Like, you're going to argue the situation or you're going to just go home and, and or do what you stuck. have to do. Do you know what I mean? And that's it. And now you're stuck because now you're in a debt bondage because then oh. you've got no idea. Like, you're not you're not a professor in drug dealing. So you have no idea. Okay, if that person says that those drugs were worth um, a grand and then the drug knows full well it was earned 200, they're going to make that young person 
work until the grand is off. You know the thing that always made me laugh, yeah, about like just drug dealings as well. Road boys are extremely intelligent. Mm-hmm. Very. I know. I know. I've, I've spoken to businessmen that said they would rather hire someone off road to do business than just someone fresh out of uni because they know how to make money out of well you have product but you still have to set up a line you still have to make sure like mm. you you know what I mean product demand it's, it's, customers it's a good, like, marketing it's a good, it's a good business even model. weed now I remember before yeah mum would just take your flipping weed in one little sir line cling film thing thing man I got them in the little tube things yeah mm-hmm. oh, man got flavours and all the other stuff I'm like right man really is charging man £2.50 extra <laughs> I, I would know just, just yeah. I don't smoke anyway so when I really as, as your name, weed man we're not doing that one. We're definitely doing it. He's a businessman. Oh, sorry. How's he, your businessman? No, nah, nah, he's a... He's, he's an entrepreneur. He's a businessman. He's a businessman. I won't say much. Like, last That's time I... plant, bro. Last time I checked, he went from Mercedes to Mercedes. Hey, money alone. Okay. Sis? Yeah. You're still out here dating? Wow, where were you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Um, nah, not really. So my siblings got asked that question. I'll tell you, my damn business. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because I wanted to ask, um, what are things that men do that you find cringe? You mean the ick? Yeah. The first thing, if they say to me, like, can you cook? Like, can you cook? Like, I don't ask you if you can cook. Can you cook? Yeah, like, I don't ask you. Like, I feel like it's like a... Um, is such a gender stereotype. Like, it's like me saying, oh, can you put up a shelf? Can you fix a car? Like, why? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that isn't... First one, yeah. Second one, I'm pretty decent at. Yeah, but I just feel like that's that's not... And the thing is, those questions are asked before you even ask my name. So, I'm just like... I had this conversation with my mate. I think it's, cultur- it's culturally equivalent as well. So, and this is not a slight against you, by the way. <laughs> Wait for it. No, 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 no. I'm going to explain why. So whenever we have this divide of where people talk about um, Caribbeans and Africans, which is is a very unfair comparison because the Caribbean as a whole... Stop, because you've got, like, white... White stuff from the thing. Like, you've been kissing that girl from... Wow. Wow. The foundation face, yeah? Powdered. Oh, enjoy it. It was, it was. Oh, enjoy it. No, 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 no. Because I'll shoot after. I know. So, where was I, Trina? For cultural. Time. Thank you. So, no disrespect to you. Mm. So, when you have this thing of Caribbeans and Africans, for example, mm-hmm. which is not a fair comparison because Caribbean as a whole is nowhere near the continent of Africa. So, if we use specifics of Caribbeans and West Africans, Nigerians and Jamaicans, mm-hmm. to be specific, the overarching difference even though our cultures are very similar is Caribbean men are a lot more domesticated mm-hmm. as in it's not so much a self-reliant of having a woman who can cook and clean we're trained to do this from young anyway whereas in Nigerian culture if I'm right or wrong for example if you were married and your sister come to the house and you're cooking and cleaning mm. she would go and talk to she'll your wife look to at the that, she'll look at yeah, the woman so why exactly you, I'm trying to say so and in my life experience the more men I've met who can cook have been Caribbean more than Nigerian and I think for me, like especially as a Caribbean, if I'm asking if you could, if a woman can cook, I'm not. I'm definitely asking that before I ask your name because that's the brood in the first place. Mm. Um, I'm asking that more so, for example, because I care about balance. I've always my thing's always been based on balance. It would never be a thing of me asking, "Can you cook?" Because I want you to cook for me. It's if I'm looking further forward and we have a child, I want to make sure that if I'm working late, 
If, if you're working late, I can cook. If I'm working late, my children ain't eating bangers and mash and they're not starving in the corner. But, but you know it's, it's the approach. It's, it's like the bring to the table com- yeah, a conversation. It's, but it's the context, like, because then as soon as you answer that question, it's like, ah, oh, well, then maybe one day you'll cook for me. <laughs> I mean, you're asking for wifey things and you've not even, like, got to dating things. I just feel like... Do you know why that's problematic? Because a lot of women in modern society want wife privileges without being wives. So like when people people yeah, call you broke, the insult now for men is you're a broke boy. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're not my partner, why am I spending mass levels of bread on you? Yeah. When I don't owe you nothing. My don't look at me. <laughs> like I, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're never making it. Never. You know. But and I understand this. I think it's the really weird thing where where I've spoken to a lot of males and females about the dating experiences at the moment. And I think where people are living through social media or living vicariously through others, their general expectation level, which what was good before, has now been like, well, if I don't ask, I don't get. That's fine. But you now can't be offended if the person gives you a response in which you don't like. Yep. Also, you have to understand that because there are more women on the planet than men, right, yeah, men can afford to take the piss yeah, I don't think it's fair, but they can afford to take the piss because, like, okay, cool. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah, oh, you take it. Oh, another browse can take Oh, big bad. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, forget that. Latin, oh, yeah, that's a bit of me. Do you know what I mean? You have, there's constant options. Yeah. And because I said the, and everyone gets angry and I say this as well, the issue in which you now have is because of the liberation thing of women being a lot, a lot more sexually exclu- exclusive, it works, it works as a pro and a con. Because ultimately, if, for the people that do want to settle down, for example, if a man is getting the cookie jar, the cookies, without having to have the jar in his hand, mm. he doesn't need to chill. If I'm still getting- You're going to get that cookie. The freedom yeah, of being get- able to be free and still and still have, sound excuse like, me, I'm ignoring sound like him. Jenny Francis. I still have, um, do you say he's not Jenny Francis? <laughs> I say he sound like Jenny Francis. That's hilarious, by the way. <laughs> right, yeah. And still have the freedom, sorry. <laughs> I still have the freedom to still go about my business. Why? What? What is the point of me settling down if I can have all the all the all relationship without, things yeah, I get without it. the substance? No, I get it. I, I agree. So that's the, that's that's the thing. Is like that's why you see people like Kevin Samuels. Someone said to me, "Oh, because he's been divorced twice, oh, he should stop talking." I said, "He's got more reasons to have an to opinion talk. on it because yeah. yeah, he's should. been married twice, so he understands. Yeah, he understands the value in which both people offer in the same thing. Now." I've said this multiple times. Actually, let me ask you, what would what do you want in a man? Do you know what? The first thing is like someone with like manners, like just in general. Do you okay. know what I mean? Like in terms of like, and like conversation. Cause I find like sometimes like you said mm, to me, good morning mm, every day. Mm, <laughs> mm, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Conver- conversation things, yeah. Mm, yeah, mm, just oh, like, that's morning. That's mad still. Yeah, like good morning every day. <laughs> what are you eating? Yeah, what are you eating? Or like someone who can't, um, like I find like sometimes guys are like, oh yeah, 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 come let's get on a date. And then there's silence like, so what you are- Or what, what you were telling me where literally they expect you to plan a date. Yeah. Even though they've asked you out. Yeah, like I feel like that, that like that I don't like, because if, I, if I'm saying, come, let's do something. I'm telling you, I'm you, gonna, I'm gonna plan it. I'm gonna the... do it, I'm gonna pay for it. I don't have an issue with that. But if you're just coming like, 
and you and you actually don't and I get it because I'm at that age where I'm probably meeting guys who have been in a long-term relationship and then they've come out so they they haven't been in the dating scene for a little while but Google's your best friend bro <laughs> like or ask a friend do you know what I mean like just research and find out okay do you know what ask what Google. restaurants are nice or How'd whatever you date I don't know world? like do something but it it can't it can't be like oh I don't know where to go okay but find somewhere uh, ask a friend and the problem is have you noticed yeah especially as you've gotten older for example, when you was in your early 20s, mm. small talk thing is fine, whatever, whatever. Now you're in that stage of your life. I'm not giving away your age, don't worry. No, I said she that was really, going to be really yeah. it. Fine. Yeah. You know you're trying to be polite, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you know what I mean? He's covering his bases. Yeah. It's cool. When you were older, it's one of the ones now where you kind of get into that stage where it's like, okay, cool. The guys that should be approaching you or at the age who, if they do have children or don't, should be a little bit more grown. Yeah. But it's like they have boy tendencies and I don't mean like boy tendencies, like baby boy tendencies, instead of just being like, okay, cool, hi, my name is, um, you're really attractive, didn't I? And just speaking to you like a human being. Yeah. But I think because you've got the, well, what's this? Yeah, see a little bit, cheeks looking, mm, get me, mm, like. Mm. And I think the issue which we have at the moment is, it, it's like there only seems to be one of the two. It's either you have the guy that's gentleman but could probably be damaged in a certain sense or the guy that well, it's not emotional available yeah so I think is that's what everyone says to me would you would you say you're a good guy or a bad guy I said I'm, in, I'm indifferent I was like what do you mean let me I'd be arrogant to call myself a good person I'd be arrogant to call myself humble it defeats the purpose of it and I wouldn't say I'm a bad guy I'd say I'm indifferent I have good days I have bad days like any normal human being mm. but I think what most people need and I think the older I've gotten especially with having sisters and having a 16 year old sister it's about emotional intelligence. Yeah, definitely. Reading a situation and being like, okay, this is going a bit fine. And understanding and trying not to disrespect the person. With men, completely different thing. Men talking to women when it comes to emotional intelligence, it's fine. Men talking to men, myth. Yeah. <laughs> myth. <laughs> ego gets, a, ego goes over everything. So it's like one of the ones where if I'm talking to you and I'm like, and you're like, oh, Reese, I didn't like the way you did something. And I'm like, you know what? Sorry, that wasn't my intention. I do apologise. And that then <laughs> lets you know, why are you laughing for? No, because I'm thinking how you explain that to the man. Nah, she got on my nerves, man. You saw her football on Tuesday. Yeah. You saw her football on Tuesday. Someone did something that took the piss. I've, I've, I said it politely and the reaction matched. Like I told him to suck his mum. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't, but yeah. You know what I mean? So then... And even in that thing, it's, it's emotional intelligence and accountability. Mm. But, I, but I think it's, I, as I said, I think it's because maybe, I don't know, as I said, maybe it's my age, but I feel like I meet, I tend to meet guys who at that time where either they've been in a long-term relationship, but I think they're still stuck in that mentality when they first met their partner, like at 20. Yeah. You, they come in with But you know what your issue approach. is now is? You know your issue is now is? And it sounds bad. You're going to have to find a man who's like 35. Yeah. And you, you know how I realize I said that? I have a theory that once a man gets to a certain age, if he hasn't changed, he's incapable of change. Because men like, men are very simplistic. So if they get used to a social norm, yeah, and then you take something away, but they can still navigate, they will stay in that social norm. They have to actively want change to change. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you. And I feel like they, they obviously the guys that I meet are kind of on that, they're used to like a long-term relate or like a wife, like a proper wife or, you know what I mean, a long-term partner. So that's what they're looking to do. All of their suggestions are long-term partner stuff. It isn't, of course, yeah. It isn't dating stuff because... They're they're not used used to, to yeah, they're not used to dating. So it's like a bit like, bruv, like you're going to have to like, do a little bit more because... You're going to have to slow down a yeah, bit yeah, and let's actually build. Let's actually, let me get to... Well, this, 
this is the thing so. I was I was gonna read. Um, people don't seem to enjoy the concept of dating anymore. As in, you know, people want people are dating people for food, not because yeah. they like you. Conversations, <laughs> interactions that create the foundation for a possible relationship. Getting to know, <laughs> getting to know someone, you know, digging deeper than just the surface. Why for that? Talking. Why digging deeper? Dig deeper in it. <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> Why did you serve it to him? Really, to just lash it like that. <laughs> Talking, spending time. I'm Serena. Bow. Dig it. Um, learning about each other. People just want to swap numbers, swap pictures and get some. But like, then you always have to understand. <sighs> social media hater. And I think, social media made everything easier. Everything's easy. Yeah. Yeah. From BBM days. I see you, oh, you're reading out, oh, can I have your pin? Yeah, cool, bow, got your pin. Mm. I can pause and not talk to you for the longest time. I see the music you like, because it comes up in the, in it the comes thing. Up, yeah, yeah. I see the picture you post when you're going out. I see your, I see, um, your status. So it's bare, bare ways to start a conversation. Yep. Because Easy. it's easier. As I said, my brother's generation don't know about graft. <laughs> Yeah, them tethers bring, rolls. Bringing bring, bring a pen, pen and tethers. pen and pad to get you know numbers. What I mean? You the tethers rolls. You got to be a hard worker to get a number. Get that graph. You're patterning. You're on the phone after seven. You got the free calls on BT. You're trying you know, to play you're on the phone. Trying your, to deep that your voice. Your mobile phone. Your mobile phone was credit because Hi. you couldn't have contract back in back in the day. They don't know about the graph. You got internet. You got constant iMessenger internet, Instagram. Internet, you know when she reads Snapchat, the message. Inter- like you know what I mean? It's easier. So obviously. And remember, you have to understand, and this is the downside as well, even though there's people, some people older, that are older, didn't grow up in an era, the younger you are now, because people don't speak on their phone or whatever, they just have naturally poor communication skills. Communication skills. Yeah, hate do. that. Bad eye contact. Can't look someone in the face. <sighs> Handshake. Like, I'm that person where yeah, I make sure anyone, I look you dead in the eye, I don't care how uncomfortable it feels, yeah? Dead you have eye. to get used to, don't creep me out, bro. Calm down. <laughs> right, yeah? <laughs> You have to get used to looking in someone's face. Yeah. Because even when you're at work, you're like, oh, yeah, hi, Shireen. Just um, wanted to know how your day's going. Just, no, no, just simple. Because I'm like, like, even with kids, when they get in trouble and they're looking down, I'm not down there. Look no, at no, me. no, look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, yeah. I find. Hold I, your head high. Like, yeah, yeah. Put your head up when. If you're, you're looking down because you're ashamed. No, hold your head hold high it, because you hold need your to head understand. high and kill it with a no. But, but I think a lot of, I think even a lot of that generation don't even know, like. Listen, give me a ball. <laughs> My, yeah, no, lash him. Not, you can't no, lash him with it. No, lash him with it. Lash him with something. You're an idiot. Lash him with something. You're please. an idiot. Lash him with something. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Idiot, you. No, I was saying like they they actually don't like talking on the phone. Like when I speak to them, they're like, "Why would you? Why would you call me? Like who calls people?" Like they they don't know how to they don't know how to but certain people I have to call because I know they won't answer texts. Yeah. Oh, but but I feel like you need to learn to code switch. When I was young, like you knew how to code code switch. Like how I spoke at school. Or to my friend, should I wasn't say, how you wasn't spoke how at I spoke house. at home. Or I would know that I couldn't go and write an email or like apply for a job. Like I used to work for like a youth marketing agency and we used to get like people applying for work experience because, you know, they used to like work with some big names. So everybody wanted the work experience there. Like it was amazing. And we'd get like, hey, Y'all H- bitches hiring? H- yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, H-E-Y-Y-Y-Y. Yeah, like, hey, H-E-Y-Y-Y-Y. I'm just thinking, like, no punctuation, no line. I'm like, but you know, like, word has spell check, right? Like, most things have spell check. Young Grammarly, bro. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, really, but it's because they hadn't, they just thought they could text talk Do you think get opportunities. You know how bad it was? In my house, yeah, slang words were banned. So even sometimes if I talk to my housemate, there's times where it'll slip out and I'm like, sorry, because I understand that I'm always in chame- chameleon mode. 
when you're talking to different people. Mm. So obviously, with my mum, when I was with my mum when I was younger, they used to say certain things. Mum was like, "Do I look at like one of your confederates them on the street?" No, not little friends. Confederates them. Confederates <laughs> is fine, you know. That's <laughs> it. You look at one of your confederates them on the street, and you're like, "Okay, cool, never mind." And that that culturally was effed because if I was talking to black girls and I went to school which is predominantly white anyway I was mm. like why do you sound white but it's because I was, I'm well spoken yeah. it was problematic because like, I don't sound white like, I used I to get that English. people didn't understand yeah. I was from East London because well. yeah, of where yeah, you're well spoken I've, I've had on the phone oh you sound um, I was like yeah White? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but you sound white. Go ahead, say yeah. it. Let me give you the shuffle <laughs> my, my names are all European first name Welsh middle name French last name German so for me you don't know what Reese looks like. Yeah. And I think my mm. best friend's name's Theodorian. He's Their names are as British as they come. You wouldn't even know he's black. Mm. Yeah. Even the way he speaks, very soft-spoken thing. But you know this. Yeah. If, see, if you, obviously, because you have a traditional name, mm. you know you're black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Brown, the brown tells people he's black. Come on, man. Not always, you know. <laughs> come on, man. Not always. But, oh, did you see this on on online? <laughs> Where the person said, I hate brushing my teeth. It's so yes. time consuming, <laughs> but my breath isn't a problem. As you can see, well, I can't see. <laughs> I, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have to give me your, your number if you, wait. You wouldn't have to give me your number if you smell my breath. Yeah, I think, plus, it, was a, I think it was a text message. And I think they were trying I, to I say- I don't get morning yeah. breath. It's, it's proven like science. Everybody what? gets morning breath. Like, I don't care who breath. you are. So- you don't even have to be like, don't brush my teeth. Standing near him to to get the whiff to say something's wrong in your whole mouth. Whole mouth. What the hell? His whole mouth, not just oh. a bit of it. Oh, you thought whole mouth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bar a son. No, that's funny. I'm and not finding a shot at no one today. No, but you know what it was? There was one time. There was. That's how I know you're tired. No, listen, there was one time I was working in. A, I was working in one school, and I was talking. We were just in the staff room having a conversation, and I was literally. I think that was one of the days I was being nasty, and I was talking. <laughs> one about, of the days. One of the days I was being nasty, and I was saying, right. So I was brushing my teeth this morning, and then I was brushing my tongue, and then <laughs> one of the white teachers went, "Oh, you brush your tongue," and I looked at him and went. Ew. <laughs> like, if you're asking me that question, that means you... But some people don't. Some people don't brush, some people don't wash. Some people don't. Yeah, I've, I found that a, a lot of the kids are like, oh yeah, I didn't have a bath yesterday. I'm like, well, I'm like, school. Or, or when did have, you last have a bath? they had the mentality they had, they oh, I had, had one on the weekend. Yeah, I had one on the weekend. I'll have one on, I'll have another one on the weekend. Are you living in Tudor times, bruv? You have clear water, bro? What do you mean you bathe once? Oh no, I had a, I had a wash. I bathed twice is, a day. Like, is, you know, they you know just I, wet you know, the flannel. You know, I wasn't working. You know, I wasn't working. I'd bathe in the morning. I'd go gym. I'd bathe again. Then if I go outside, I'll bathe when I come back in my house, bruv. Simples. I bathe after work today. When I go back in my house, I'll bathe again, bruv. Yeah, I know a lot of. I know yeah, a lot what, of people. What was running? Like? Only thing that's annoying is, bruv, I'm going through. I'm going through shower gel like his like his hand <laughs> and, cream, and bruv. Cream. I know a lot of older, well, older people who, as soon as they come back in from being out, they just go straight in the bath. Yeah, have a shower. My road clothes don't touch my bed. No, oh, no, 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 no. Likewise. No, no, no. I remember saying to my brother at the time, bruv, you can't have oh, these people no, no, on your bed. That's your pillow, what they do, <laughs> Nah, bro. When I come in, woof, boom. House clothes. If my brother comes to my house here, yeah, I've got to throw at the end of my bed, yeah, if the chair ain't it. If my chair is like, got clothes in it, like clean clothes, and I'm putting them away. Just take the throw, bruv. I don't mind. It's on the throw. The throw, throw is fine. It's not my bitchy. I don't give a damn. It's, my, it's on the throw. 
You're not hurting me. No, your whole body ain't on my pillows. I ain't got no damn problem. See, but that's things that you learn about when you get older. But I've got cushions. When you're, no, no, when, you're got, when you're 20. I'm that, but I'm that guy here that has like, but bro, um, you can tell I'm older now. I have a throw. <laughs> <He's> got, <yeah. laughs> I, have, I have thrown pillows and cushions on my bed. Comfort is one-on-one, bro. That's a good one. I like man, you know, I've got a throw on their bed. I know Mark here, he got a throw on his bed, bro. I have. I'm shocked. There you go. You're older than life. It makes sense. So fine. <laughs> oh, wow. Even when he says he's not shooting, he's shooting. I wasn't a shot. Oh, come on, you sniping me there, man. Stray, he, was on, he was on the roof. That, it, clips, it clips you. It's true. That's mind my own business. They shooting. Bow. He got clipped. Pow, pow. Reese Wick. I still can't believe you. You was laughing about you were saying I looked over at your t-shirt. No, but that's one little jab outside, bro. <laughs> Keep forgetting. We, this is Wick Lane, bro. I'm <laughs> being dumb. It's called Wick Lane. <laughs> For a reason. We're in the sun now. It said Wick Lane. I thought, like, oh, interesting. <laughs> Are you guys getting loose on July 19th? No, I'm telling you. Hell no. Have you got your second jab yet? No. Have you been jabbed? One. How are you finding it? Still wearing a mask. My boy said this as well. He said, you might get jabbed soon. And I was like, as, he's like, just the thing. I was like, listen, if you're getting jabbed solely to go on holiday, don't do it. But, that, but they've just announced, haven't they, that... If you're fully vaccinated, you can go on holiday and you don't, and you don't have to quarantine when you come home. But you still have to pay the, the fee for the um, tests. But I feel like that will be a sole reason for people to get the... It's like a ploy, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. Okay, how many, write, how many times they write to me or text me? I ain't, I ain't doing it. If it's voluntary, leave me alone. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to a point where you have to, then, like, it's obviously I have concerns. It's voluntary. If it's voluntary, why are you people texting me, bruv? Wasting money, man. Yeah, they're going door to door now. Yeah. Have you thought about the COVID jab? I'm like Jehovah Witness. Have you been jabbed today? <laughs> have you thought about the COVID jab today? Have you thought about fucking <laughs> off on my front door? For Jehovah's return? <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be that Denzel Washington meme where he just shuts the door in front <laughs> My friend said to me, but what about going to work? But my job is 100% remote. My company's not even in the country, bro. I can work from my house. Jab that, innit? <laughs> Sit on my living room chair like this. Like, like, like you know what I mean? You want, uh, I don't know. Apparently, somebody... Oh. Apparently, there's there's a video of somebody who's fully vaccinated, and apparently, it's they took uh, a paperclip and put it on their arm when they had the jab, oh, and yeah. it stuck to their arm. Oh, the magnet I thing, you know. I don't know if it's true, but it's my heart. You, you're gonna try that? It's like my heart. You know, for me as well, because of the way the, the I wanted to, and I got scared. Magnet man, I didn't want it to happen. Before we even wrap, you know what it is? because of the management of how certain things don't make sense. So if I take something simple like um, the general bubble that footballers are in. Yeah. Yeah. So take the Scottish team, say 22-man squad. One of them contracted COVID. You don't leave this bubble, by the way. Yeah, one of them contracted COVID, tested the whole team, everyone was fine. Nobody else. But just him. Mm. Then the two English players that were with him after the game had to isolate, but they had no COVID, but they were still with the team. But the Scottish team still got to play their final game. So it didn't make sense. So I'm like... How does COVID actually spread if that's the case? If that's the case, yeah. So then, when everyone's like, oh, you get a vaccine, I said, bro, I'm never going to sing the Jamaica song anyway, but what it boils down to is, until I know how it really spreads, I'm not allowing myself to be injected with anything. Because i got BCG, I still don't know what the process, pro- pro- process of that was. And there's kids, they don't even do BCG no more. It's a waste of time. No, they don't do that. No. Six, six needles. I remember that. It was a test first, yeah. And then you got your BCG. And mine got infected. Mine was like, the, the air in the needle, wasn't it? So when it done it, when it came up thing, yeah, mine came up as a lump. It got me, got my nerves so much, yeah, I just, I just 
went up thing. I got an old vest and just went, where is it? Outside, I just went, bang. <laughs> Steadied that thing. Might just get a tattoo to cover that whole lump on my arm, bruv. <laughs> Like John Wick Got that. Well, you don't know about pain until you have to take your whole toenail off, bruv, from football. No, I know. When you got, yeah, you know what pain. You have scabs on your scab and you gotta take it off. That's what you know what pain is. I just bite my arm like that. I, just take I remember off. the whole my kneecap, the skin came um, off. Forget that. I've had my whole see your fight here. What were you doing? Whole that whole thing slid slid, football, slid across football. AstroTurf. Whole skin came off. I'm all holding trousers like this. That's what you call it. <laughs> yeah. Say <Hey>, Rugburn. <laughs> Not Rugburn. You no, know your sister's as, in the room. You know, as right? he was suggesting. Your, your sister's in the room. She right? had, she had many, many things. That's awful. I've had a lot of things. <laughs> this is tame. You need help. Did you go? We're close like that. You're what like that? Close. I can't lie. I, I'm close as hell. My siblings, they don't know my, my business. They don't know about my business. The, like close, the closest thing of, of those conversations is me talking to my little sister and she asked me what I was like when I was younger. And I said, honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know stuff, but not like, I did the stuff I don't want to know, obviously. But yeah, there's stuff. Well, that's my guy and there's bare stuff I don't want to know, mate. Too much in oh, shares, oh, oh, shares are math, so it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a visual person, so I'm like, mm, mm, <laughs> I, got, mm. I got three sisters, none of them have read my books. My two older sisters have refused to read any of them just because they're like, Yeah, yeah I just can't do it. Like one day, I'll tell you about the time I saw a copy of a little black book in my mom's room, and this <laughs> is the time we wrap. Um, <laughs> You can find this DSP on all the DSPs, Apple, Acast, um, Amazon. Mama, no! There was a bookmark in it. I snatched that bitch. And the rest of it. Um, You can find all of Mark's information and his photography business that he's already busy at in the description below. You can find uh, Mark. I said Mark. You can find O. You're lucky. I must give away your real name, bruv. (laughs) You can find O and all of O's information and his um, the link to his book website in the description below. You want to plug anything? No, I'm just me in it. <laughs> See? That's such a G. I'm just me in it. Ooh. If you find me, you find me. You understand? Right. I'm out here. You can find me back in where you know me in the nice parts of South London. Um, I've been Reese. Two drinks. Mr. Oh, hey, hey. Naomi. And we'll be back next week. Have a nice week. Blue Peace. Cook. Peace.